FM leading the conversation. We are going to be in conversation with Riaz Musa, uh, Mula. Riaz is uh, the founder and CEO of Hyperion Dev, and uh, they have recently secured over 50 million rand through combined private investment and public crowdfunding. And he says that uh, this initiative will benefit thousands of students across the globe who are looking for an accessible and affordable way to learn job readiness and practical developer skills in a few months rather than in years. And he's on the line to explain to us about his business journey and how he managed to raise 50 million rand. Riaz Mullah, thank you very much for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. So let's talk about your journey in business, your personal journey. Where did it all start? Um, I started what I'm doing today as a student community when I was a student at UKZN, University of Cousin Natal. Uh, I just saw a lot of students struggling to learn the coding skills they needed to know uh, to pass their computer science degrees. And we just started out as a community of these university students teaching one another the coding skills via this brand we called Hyperion Dev, which possibly wasn't the best name. It's a bit hard to pronounce, uh, but we'll be changing the name soon. So I'm very pleased to, to announce that. But uh, that's how it all started. And uh, you know, in our first year, we just saw thousands of students around South Africa come to us wanting to learn coding. And, um, you know, we just kept doing that, making it better step by step every day. And uh, we were then funded by Facebook and Google, who, you know, allowed us to turn it into a real education organization. And today we are the largest provider of tech education in South Africa. Wow, what a journey. What a journey that uh, comes from uh, seeing a gap and a need and filling it. So in terms of saying that students could be able to learn how to code in a matter of months as opposed to years, how did you get that right? Well, we offer something called coding boot camps. Um, what that means is we're offering a course or a set of courses that are very intensive experiences uh, designed to be taken either part-time or full-time, but fully online. Um, and these courses are not just to kind of teach you a skill like coding, but to actually train you for a discipline of becoming a web developer or a software engineer or a data scientist. Uh, and how we've managed to perfect that formula is to really focus in on what do you actually need to know to be employed as a developer and what can we as an education institution do differently uh, to get you there faster. So for example, uh, you know, how we differ from a traditional university degree or course is uh, every one of our students has a mentor that they get to meet with one-on-one -on -one every week. Uh, and you can imagine scaling that to thousands of students uh, has been quite challenging. We've had to build a lot of technology and a huge academic staff base to do those mentor calls. Uh, but another thing we do, for example, is we grade um, your work really quickly. So if you submit some code that you want checked, uh, that goes through a software system and again to a whole network of graders to get that graded back to you within just 24 hours. Another thing we do is as part of all of our courses, when you graduate, you actually are then put into a very intensive 90 day program where we connect you with companies that are looking to hire developers at your level. We help you prepare for the interviews, we review your CV, and that formula has worked really well. 
uh, you know, our graduates now work at over 500 tech companies in South Africa, many of the names that you'd know. Um, and it works because there's this huge demand for software developers from all these companies. Sure, Riaz, I, I feel like a lot of research and development goes into ensuring that your courses are on par with uh, what's required in the job market. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, technology keeps on changing and advancing and you want to churn out graduates who are able to 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 um, withstand the actual corporate environment when it comes to developing. But my question here is, you know, are, are your courses not going to take away... I don't know whether to use the word esteem or the word, um, you know, prestige around acquiring a BSc degree in order for you to be able to be a developer. Would that not then take away the, the, the longing from people to want to get a degree as opposed to getting a course that will get them into the work market quicker? Yeah, I think that's a, that's the fundamental misunderstanding. An undergraduate degree in computer science is not designed to train you to become a software developer, data scientist, or web developer. I have an undergraduate degree in computer science and a master's degree in computer science from the University of Cambridge. And uh, I can barely code, you know, I would not be a very good software developer in all my degrees and studies in the US and the UK. I was never taught in my degree how to, you know, build a website that was really good or build uh, write code that was very scalable um, or very useful. And at the end of the day, the vast majority of what businesses need is, you know, that code. They don't need hundreds of computer scientists. They need hundreds of web developers and software engineers. And from the student perspective, at the end of the day, especially in South Africa, um, people are looking for work. People are looking for economic opportunities. People are looking for career paths that can pay them well and that are not just once-off gigs, but uh, careers. They're they're real long-term career paths. And uh, we're talking about a country that has the highest youth unemployment rate in the world. I think it's an amazing opportunity uh, to have people uh, have a path where they can, in three to six months, take an accelerated course to really get the outcomes that they want, that they need, that's going to impact them and their family quicker, uh, and at the same time, solve a real, real problem for an employer. I mean, you know, in the uh, tech market today, internationally, it's not uncommon at all for people to hire those who are bootcamp graduates, coding bootcamp graduates. For example, Google, you know, where I also used to work, uh, no longer requires a computer science degree if you want to work there in a tech role or an undergraduate degree at all. So the world is changing, uh, you know, in terms of real statistics in the US, uh, the number of students that finish coding boot camps in one year is almost the same as the whole number of students that finished computer science degrees across the entire country. Um, so that is how much education in this vertical has shifted towards non-traditional degrees. Um, and at the end of the day, what is prestige? if it doesn't get you anywhere, you know? Uh, the computer science degree in South Africa actually has the highest dropout rates. It's almost 82% of all students that start that degree in South Africa never finish it. And so I think that's just alarming.
So it's very clear that with the fourth industrial revolution, some of the things that were traditional to us, like acquiring a degree, are, are not going to really be required as long as we've got uh, courses that are aligned to what the fourth industrial revolution and uh, the movement forward requires. So in, in terms of the recognition of your courses from your boot camps, Riaz, I mean, at... Um, uh, are they recognized internationally? Are you able to knock at absolutely any employer and say, I can develop for you because I've got this particular uh, boot camp qualification from um, your uh, organization? Sure. Well, just to touch on what I was saying before, we still recognize the role that universities play. Universities play a very important part in our life, in our economy and in the world. And, uh, you know, the good thing is that universities themselves realize this. Universities, uh, you know, do see that it's a problem to have a course uh, degree that's very popular, but that students don't get through. At the end of the day, universities also want to serve their students. They want their students to progress, to graduate and to do well. And uh, especially with COVID, uh, universities who've had to close their campuses are also now, you know, very seriously looking at online education in a way that uh, is very different. You know, they, they're saying we have to embrace online education, which is which is good. And so we've actually had universities come to us saying, you know, how can we work with you uh, to support these courses, to deliver these courses to our alumni or to our current students or to students who couldn't come and take a traditional degree with us. And so I hope to be able to announce something very exciting in that space too. But let me just say that we are we are working with universities because uh, the brand and the regional reach of a university is very valuable, and the trust that students put in a university brand let's let's be let's be real that's not going to go away, uh, you know, in a year or two. Um, and also, it, 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 you know, we want to collaborate with universities and partners in helping them actually participate in this new vertical of uh, of, of education, which is a non traditional bootcamp. Uh, in terms of your questions about employers, um, you know, I, I think uh, if you chat to any CTOs or any CEOs of companies in South Africa, you'll probably come across a few horror stories where they've hired software developers that have, you know, a computer science degree who have everything in place, but they actually can't code. They can't write code. And so it's very common in this industry when people are being hired, they are given technical tests to do. So you don't just show up to an interview and they look at your computer science degree and say, okay, welcome, you know, come just do some easy interviews. They make you sit and do a coding test. You know, I went through this, uh, you know, even though I had a computer science degree, I had to do hundreds of coding tests to try to get a job. And so that's the interesting thing about the field is that what employers care about from the start is, can you code? It's irrelevant how you learn to code. But as long as you do well in that test, you're going to be able to get a shot at that job. And so, again, our boot camps uh, prepare people for that, uh, prepare them for those type of tests and uh, really prepare them to know how to code. It's 23 minutes after 10. We are talking uh, to the founder and CEO of Hyperion uh, Dev, uh, who is Riaz Muller. Perhaps you've got some questions around uh, becoming a developer, or you think the, developing is the future, you want to change careers, and this could be your opportunity to be part of this exciting industry, and you want to know how you can get your hands on some of the courses and what it will entail. Please call in, ask your questions. Um, Riaz is on the line. 
0891-714-009. So um, the number to dial in on is 011-714-2006 or you can uh, SMS to 41391. WhatsApps go to 0614-104-107. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Riazda, you said that there was an announcement that's quite exciting that you were holding back. Please don't keep us in suspense. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, I can't yet um, announce that uh, due to you know the partners and the contracts involved. Okay, but okay. what I can say is we are we are working with universities in South Africa and abroad, and uh, it's very exciting to see how they have now embraced. Uh, online education and taking a very keen interest in the tech education world. So let's go through your journey in raising 50 million rands. In fact, almost over 50 million rands. Um, What was the motivator behind this and how did you manage to galvanize both private investors and public crowdfunding to assist? Look, if you want to really change education and make an impact, you unfortunately need some money. Um, I think that we have worked very hard to find a model that works and now we want to scale that model and to scale a model well you you need capital behind it um so that was really the driver when we saw what we were doing was working at scale not just in attracting students but students getting the outcomes they wanted you know i'm just looking at our statistics now and i can see uh nearly 50 of our graduates who have received new job offers in tech just in the last 30 days uh, at employers such as all the big banks in South Africa, et cetera. And so these type of results is what drove us to to say, we really need to scale this. Um, And yeah, in terms of the fundraise, uh, we were very, very uh, lucky to uh, have the support of nearly one and a half thousand investors. We ran a crowdfunding campaign uh, in the UK, in South Africa, and uh, I believe we, pulled off the largest crowdfunding campaign of a South African tech company ever. And so um, that's been really humbling to see and we are so grateful for that support. So how are these funds being used? Uh, We are improving every part of our student experience, you know, because we are a, you know, tech education company, we can uh, deploy uh, capital in the most efficient ways. So to hire great staff, great teachers, new content, team, uh, upgrade all parts of the student journey. So for example, last night, we launched new software to make the 90-day program, which our graduates undertake to prepare for job interviews. Uh, we, we upgraded that significantly. Uh, we have a new team that works on career supports. You know, for example, uh, met with the uh, leadership at Capitec Bank yesterday to talk about uh, having more of our graduates going to developer jobs there. Um, so these are all the things that, uh, you know, you want to be deploying capital towards real, real outcomes. Sure, it's a lot that you have managed to raise, and I'm I'm really you know excited that it's a South African company uh, developed in our own soil, but it will touch the entire um, continent and it will touch the entire globe. So, out of your students, the 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 ratio are majority of your students South African or African based, or are you seeing that students are signing up from all over the world? 
We do have students who come to us from all around the world, but we focus on the Southern African market. Like I say, in South Africa, there's a huge opportunity because South Africans are entrepreneurial. South Africans like tech. South Africans want to use tech and South Africans want to be in tech. And that's a great aspirational thing. And I think that's why uh, so many students do come to us in South Africa. On the flip side, though, there are so many great employers in South Africa. I know we talk negatively all the time, but, you know, we've got some amazing tech uh, companies and companies that also embrace tech very quickly. I mean, look at our banks. Our banks have great banking apps, online banking software, and they take tech seriously, FinTech too. And uh, look at companies like Amazon have development centers in South Africa. You've got your take a lot. You've got all those types of companies. So it's a great country to actually work in tech. Uh, in fact, South African software developers are the second highest paid in the world relative to living costs after America. It's an amazing statistic. So I think uh, we want to focus on South Africa. Listen, I'm already enticed. I think I'm going to take up one of those part-time courses. Maybe developing could be my side hustle. I don't know. Do you, do you think I've got the aptitude for it? I'll tell you this. I have it. I have multiple degrees, but I told you I, I I never was taught how to code. But the one thing I know for sure is that anybody can become a software developer. And this is sometimes controversial, you know. Right now, one of the reasons I started Hyperion is I saw a lot of elitism in the software development space. People who are developers, who have really fancy degrees and who think they're very, very smart. And yes, a lot of them are smart, but at the end of the day, anybody can become a software developer. It's not something magical. It's not something mysterious. It's not something you need to have a math degree to do. At the end of the day, we all use technology. We all need technology. And it is not that hard to build a website or an app that lots of people use and get value for. So definitely come to us if you want to study. Everybody is welcome. Give us your contact details, please. <laughs> well, you can find us uh, by Googling Hyperion Dev. If that's a bit of a mouthful, you can search HyperDev, H-Y-P-E-R. DEV. Um, and yeah, you'll find our website and uh, we're actually running a promotion until the 4th of August. So uh, I think we're running a 15% discount if you pay on a monthly plan with us. Uh, and yeah, we have courses starting on the 5th of every month. So there's time before this August cohort. Awesome. Thank you so very much. And uh, congratulations on the great work you're doing. More strength to your bow. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's exactly 10.30. Let's go to the beautiful Nam Samdule for the news headlines.